You are listening to the Atlanta Real Estate Forum radio show, Around Atlanta edition. Showcasing the best of Metro Atlanta, our communities, the attractions, and the special events that make Atlanta great. Welcome to our virtual town square. And now, here are today's hosts. Good morning and welcome back to the Around Atlanta edition. I am your host, Todd Schnick, joined by my co-host and friend, Carol Morgan. Before we kick things off, we do want to thank New American Funding, our 2020 show sponsor, our ninth year on the air. It has been wonderful to have them as our partner. All right, Carol Morgan, really cool organization doing some great work. I'm looking forward to it. Kick us off. I am looking forward to this guest as well. And as I mentioned to you before we got started, I met her the old-fashioned way, same way that you and I met. We met on Twitter, which is kind of cool. So I'd like to welcome the founder of Five Lows Atlanta, Aisha Robinson. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing this morning? Uh, We're doing great, Aisha. Thank you for carving out some time to join us. I know you're awfully busy. So grateful for you to swing by and join us. Before we get into the work of Five Loves Atlanta, take a few quick seconds. Tell us a bit about you and your background. Um, well, I'm a mom, mom of two, well, three, because I have a pit bull. So <laughs> he's obviously, he, he, he thinks he's the main child. Understood. I actually, probably for maybe about eight years myself, have been going through like different levels of homelessness, of staying in hotels in and out of apartments, efficiencies, things of that nature. And last year was the first time that I was able to move somewhere stable. And it kind of hit me in the middle of that, like, wow, I made it out of this. So but what do the people who are kind of left behind, like, what do they need? Because mm-hmm. I could help myself, but there are a lot of people who still need somebody there to kind of just make each day go by easier. So... That's where it all started. That's kind of my Aisha in a nutshell. (laughs) It's a great story. story. Yeah. So I think it's wonderful that you are able to help others who are in the same situation that you were previously in through your work with Five Lows Atlanta. So let's talk a little bit about how you got started. Tell us about Five Lows Atlanta and its mission. Well, I initially wanted to do a vegan potluck for Thanksgiving. And all the people who were supposed to help, like nobody showed up. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I should still do it. And so it was a little bit after Christmas, right around New Year's. And I was like, well, I'll just take the money that I have and just make something. And so we made soup and cornbread. And I think we got like 13 or 14 plates. So it was myself, my mom, and my kids, my 11-year-old and my two-year-old. And so we just went on Arbor Avenue, which is it is known to have tent cities. It's a very large homeless population down there. And so maybe in five minutes, all the food was gone. And there were so many more people who were like, hey, do you have food? Do you have food? Do you have food? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, wait. Well, maybe we should do this more often. But I was thinking to myself, like, there's no way possible I'm going to be able to keep this up. Because how am I going to come up with the money to do this all the time? And on top of that, we're doing plant-based vegan stuff. So I was like, oh, I don't know. And so I just kept making a commitment. Like if I can do 13 or 14 plates every week, then that's what we'll do. And then it went from that to a couple of urban farms started donating produce. So they gave us more to work with. So it went from like 15 plates to maybe 30. Then a meal prep business, she donates every Friday. So she does like around another 60 to 100 meals a week. 
And so now we normally do about a little over 200 meals a week. And it's just me, my kids, and my mom, and whoever decides they want to help out. That's phenomenal. That's that's amazing. Just think of the lives that you're impacting there. Even if it was just 13 to 14 meals that you were serving, that's affecting lives in in a big way. That's very, very impressive. It's exciting to see how it's growing. I have a feeling it's going to continue to do so. You mentioned the plant-based and the vegans. Talk about why that matters. Talk about why you're so focused on organic and non-GMO foods. Why is that important? There's a lot of people out there that really don't understand that. And I think that's an important lesson to be teaching folks, yeah? Yeah, I do. One of the biggest issues, particularly that I see in Atlanta, is a lot of food deserts. So in certain communities, you have Whole Foods, Kroger, Publix. You have like every type of specialty store you could possibly want. So all of that food is available to you versus you have some communities where like the only store for miles is a corner store. So if you did want something healthy or you did want a healthy alternative to feed yourself and your children, you don't have anything for miles. And since COVID's been going on, a lot of the MARTA buses don't run like they used to. So like even in my grandmother's apartment complex, she can't get to the grocery store unless somebody takes it. And if somebody wants to take you somewhere, they might not want to go 12 miles out of their way Mm -hmm. to take you to the grocery store. They're like, I just take you around the corner to Family Dollar. But Family Dollar doesn't sell produce. So you might end up buying a lot of foods that cause a lot of the illnesses that or exacerbate the illnesses that you already have, like high blood pressure, diabetes. You might be pre-diabetic and you actually could fight it. But you can't if you don't have like the supplies to do so. And so that's why I feel like it's so important to offer people that option because a lot of times people don't really even consider that people want that option. They just treat it like, well, they don't have it. They don't want it. And not realizing they don't have it because it's not there. That doesn't mean there's not a want for it or a need for it, actually. Yeah. You know, I try really hard to eat organic and we have a little vegetable garden in the backyard and all of that matters. You know, you don't want to be putting all those pollutants in your body and helping people learn and appreciate that is important. And Even during this this pandemic, my wife and I have been trying to order food from restaurants, trying to help them out. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you go to a place, they don't really offer vegetables. Right. (laughs) I'm like, I want to, you know, I want to support them and I want to help them through this pandemic. But I need a vegetable for good. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I I, I imagine. Rice and it's it's macaroni and cheese and rice. And what's the other thing? It's like, you know, it's like, okay, those aren't vegetables. Yeah. Baked potatoes, (laughs) potato salad. I'm like, okay, guys, those are not vegetables. Well, I, so I'm just really grateful that you're trying and there, there are a lot of people and it's not just those that you're serving, but a lot of Americans don't know how to eat healthily. I mean, so no. there's a lot of work that needs to be done to help people understand that, yeah, it's one thing to eat, but it's one thing to also be very, very mindful of what you eat. And so what you're doing to educate that community to better understand those options and then making it available to me is profound work. So congratulations on that. Thank yeah. you. Well, in addition to providing meals, you're doing some other things as well. Talk a little bit about you know, hygiene essentials and blankets and clothes and other things that you're collecting and helping to uh, pass um, out. Well, at first it started off a couple of blankets because it was still cold outside. And then we met a gentleman who had like a really, really bad, well, he didn't even know if it was a rat bite or not. He didn't know what bit him, but something bit him wow. and sleep. And it looked like road rash, but something bit him. 
And he's like, I don't have a blanket. So when I lay down at night, stuff can bite me. And he slept like under a bridge. And so when the water pools, apparently all of the animals run uphill. So if you're kind of sleeping up that hill, then you're putting yourself at risk to be bitten by all sorts of animals and you don't have insurance. And so it kind of made me realize that the blanket were a necessity um, when it rains, people's clothes get wet, people's clothes get stolen sometimes when they go to work. And so it just created like a wow. Yes, you need food, which is almost like you need like emergency essentials because there's so many people in Atlanta who actually don't even have shoes. And I thought that was like a third world problem. Like I myself have been homeless, but I've never been to a place where I've had to like walk around without shoes or walk around and like really make a decision of like, oh, I see a shirt in the garbage, but if I don't put that shirt on, I have this shirt on, I've had this shirt on for a week, so what do I do? I've never had to make those decisions that to me just seem like something so far away doesn't sound tangible. So to know that that's happening in my city, and I can go to the thrift store and pick up a couple of shirts for a dollar, two dollars, and provide that to people who really need them or just have them in the back of the car. Mm-hmm. Hygiene products for women, soap, washcloths. And so we'll just, sometimes we'll go in like a Dollar Tree or something or grab tissue, socks, and we'll just have it all in the back of the car already tied up in a bag and we'll say mm-hmm. we need it. And it really helps because we've been leaving um, a lot of pregnant women and they're just really in need of that extra or people who are even working, but they're like living in their cars and they're like, well, I need the gas to get to work. So I don't have any money for tissue. Mm. Well, gosh, Carol, and think of uh, this problem existed before the pandemic and think now it's happening with this economy that's affecting a lot of people. And we're going to start seeing this eviction apocalypse start happening. And, and the yeah. problem is only going to get exacerbated uh, certainly on the short term. So Aisha, for what you're trying to do here, what important timing, because there's going to be probably for a short while going to be an increased need for the kind of things that you're doing. Are you ready to own a home, but don't know where to start? Speak to a local expert at New American Funding. Get pre-qualified and start looking for your dream home. They make home buying easy and convenient with a variety of home loan options. New American Funding is devoted to helping families finance their home because they want everyone to achieve the American dream, home ownership. New American Funding's technology is what sets them apart, whether connecting with your home loan professional in person, online, or through the app, they are there to answer any questions. Call today to get pre-qualified. For more information, call 678-898-3540. That's 678-898-3540. How do you do what you do? I mean, you mentioned earlier that some folks donated some things, but are there other ways that people can contribute? Can other kitchens donate food? Can people donate money? I mean, how do you actually support and fund your activities and go to a Dollar Tree to get these kinds of supplies? How are you supported? Sometimes it's my own money. Particularly in the beginning, it was definitely like my own money doing a lot. People do donate. Right now we have a GoFundMe because we're starting to start up a mobile food truck. So it'll just be all donation-based. But then that way we can get to certain areas and serve more people because we'll have more space. So we've been doing that. 
And it's pretty much that people donate. People could donate pre-prepared meals because we have had individuals do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're open to restaurants, but I think with the pandemic, a lot of restaurants are just squishing down Mm -hmm. so much that they're like kind of afraid to give right now. Well, there's so probably a handful more out there like that, individual that are willing to do in and helping together. So is there a way that people can to donate to you online um, if they want to, you know, make a, a contribution? How does that work? I have a GoFundMe for the food truck. Okay. And then I use Cash App for donations. And then people can also send me like an email or Instagram or Twitter DM. And I can come like come pick up the clothes that they may have. Um, if they have like produce or anything that they want to donate, we sometimes just go pick up the donation and leave it on the porch and pick it up. So it's contactless, but we still get done what we need to get done to help everybody out. Yeah. It sounds like you're getting done what needs to get done. And uh, I'm hoping that the community can rally and help you do more and serve more folks who are definitely going to need it. So Aisha, before we let you go, once again, can if you can walk through the best way for people to communicate with you, maybe share an email or maybe your Twitter handle so folks can connect with you and figure out and communicate with you about how they can support what you're doing. Awesome. Well, they can go on Facebook and it's Five Loaves Atlanta on Facebook. On Instagram, it's Five Loaves ATL. On Twitter, it's OG Welfare Queen. And then for my email, it's A Robinson at FiveLoavesAtlanta.com. Got it. All right. Aisha Robinson, the founder of Five Lows Atlanta. Aisha, it was a great pleasure to connect with you. God bless you for the work that you're doing. It's certainly needed. And uh, we're excited to uh, help spread the message about what you're doing and uh, wish you best of luck as we kind of ride our way through this pandemic and then onward. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you. All right. Well, that wraps this week's Around Atlanta edition. On behalf of our show sponsor, New American Funding, my co-host, Kara Morgan, I am Todd Schnick all the time we have for today. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We look forward to seeing you again right here next week. We'll see you then. Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio is sponsored by New American Funding and made possible by Denim Marketing, the publisher of Atlanta Real Estate Forum, Atlanta's favorite source for real estate and home building news. Denim Marketing is a comfortable fit, like your favorite pair of jeans. Denim Marketing tailors marketing strategies to meet your specific needs and niche. Try them on for size. They will work to create a perfect fit for your company's marketing program. Call them at 770-383-3360 or send an email to info at denimmarketing.com. For more information on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio or to inquire about being a guest, contact info at atlantarealestateforum.com. Check out the radio show by visiting atlantarealestateforum.com or by listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. And if you enjoyed today's broadcast, we'd sure appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Atlanta Real Estate Forum Radio.